Father, listen to our earnest prayer. Jesus prayed it years ago. That the glory you had given him, we would somehow come to know. So make us one according to your plan. Isn't heaven it will be? with the truth and righteousness you desire the world to see let your glory in honor fall on your face Hey, welcome to Surrender All to Jesus radio show on Joy 1340. My name is Richard Schweigler, and man, we got an awesome show for you guys today. I got Chuck Gabert in the studio with me, and if you guys haven't heard me talk about him on the previous shows, he is the owner of the sponsor, and it's Nexus Resolution. So we're going to be talking about Chuck's business, and it's called Nexus Resolution. And we got a discount code that we're going to give you guys at the end of this show. And 25% off labor is going to be for the first two people who sign contracts by March 8th. And we also have 10% that's going to come off on labor uh, if you guys use this code. And I'm not going to tell you till the end of the show, so you guys are going to have to listen till the end. I'll give it right at the end, and uh, then you guys can get those discounts. So the first two people is 25%. And everyone after that is 10% off of labor. That's an amazing deal. So if you think about construction, I mean, we're talking thousands of dollars sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that 10% off could be a lot of money. 25% off, that's like a boatload of money, right? And um, so, yeah, this is a really good deal. So I want to welcome Chuck into the studio. Chuck, welcome to... uh, the Surrender All to Jesus radio show, which you've been sponsoring since the beginning. If it wasn't for you and your wife and your business doing this, this show would not be on the air. So I just want to thank you for that. Thank you. So what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking about the Nexus Resolution business, and we're also going to be talking about your testimony. So I'm going to start with the testimony part. And usually right now at this point, I talk about you guys. And I talk about the show before we even start it. So this is the deal. It's nexusresolution.com. So you guys can go on there. And Chuck's information and his phone number is 414-881-6299. Again, that's 414-881-6299. And Chuck, uh, let's just start with just talking about um, how you and I met. And we both go to Faith Builders Church over on South Howell Avenue. So I met you years ago. I've been going there since 2010. Were you guys already there? Yeah, we were there since 2009. 2009. Okay, excellent. So we've known each other since then. Now, your role at Faith Builders now is you and your wife, Sarah, are directors of the children's ministry, right? Yes, sir. And tell me a little about that, how you guys kind of came into taking on that role and serving at, at Faith Builders. Uh, that's kind of a cool story, actually, because um, <laughs> me and 
my wife Sarah were on a we were on a date night one time and we were we were gonna go I, I wanted to go feed the homeless and um she she just wanted to have a regular date night right right and uh it's um, a cool date night date yeah. night to go feed the home to go feed the homeless that's yeah that's thing. how I thought <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh it was it was at around that time where we were just kind of still new to our to our walk then she just said that you know she's like I I don't feel called to that portion of the ministry at the moment i feel called to the children's ministry and as it's like in the, in the midst of what was an argument at the time i just kind of like started laughing <laughs> i was like wow it's kind of cool to hear like say those words i feel called to do this or to do that right long story short we had uh, uh sat down with pastor and he actually asked us to take on a different ministry at the time sarah looked like she saw a ghost and i was all like yeah yeah let's do that you know, <laughs> he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> so uh, then, you know, a couple years passed, and they had us uh, sit down, and they were talking to us about uh, taking over the children's ministry, right? And then instead of like jumping the gun this time, I look at Sarah, and I could tell in her face that she definitely wanted to do that, right? But uh, we, I was like, well, let me talk to Sarah, and we'll we'll get back to you. And I don't think we, I think we got like just out of the parking lot, and called them and we're like yeah we'll do it <laughs> excellent so it's one of the best decisions i've made so yeah and you've been doing that for how long now i believe it's five years she might tell you four but we'll go with five so a lot of the listeners don't know this but you actually started out nfl wise didn't you yeah can you tell me a little bit about that yeah so i uh i didn't really quite have the grades to to get to college at the time so i thought to myself i'd just work harder you know go the arena route and uh, I got to the point where I had gotten accepted to uh, try out for the Packers. Right. And then I tore my knee. Right. And right around when I tore my knee, I actually uh, I, I actually was contemplating playing anymore. And right. just because it was like I was kind of playing by, you know, I, I held football on such a high standard in uh, my life yep. that it was like I it was my way of kind of being like, God is much more important to me than than football ever will be. Right. So yeah, but so then I uh, yeah my my uh, daughter she was walking in the foyer and I was like I was looking this is like right after my recovery and I just like looked at her and I was like man I gotta play by his book and not not my playbook. And when when was that? When I officially stopped playing football, I was it was 2012. Okay. 2012, yeah. Is that part of like when you accepted Christ? But when when did all that happen? I uh, accepted Christ in 2009, Easter Sunday. That my <laughs> my mom bought me a Bible for my birthday the uh, in 2008. Okay. And I, I I thought I was like oh you know I wanted to be grateful. I'm like thanks mom. Uh, I anticipated it collecting dust on my dresser you know <laughs> and uh and i opened it and goofily enough i was just like all right god if this talks to me i'll you know i'll serve you if i if not then you know, i'm done right right opened up the bible and it was in jeremiah and it just scared everything out of me <laughs> so uh, that year we uh got invited to the easter play the passion and uh, I went to it, and it was like, you know, I walked in, and it, I, everybody was kind and awesome, but I kind of had to be the big, bad self that I was trying to be. Right. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because I sat back there just bawling my eyes out. So yeah. I was like, 
that was it for me. And then like uh, I even you know said you know to Sarah like me and my family for the rest of my life for all of eternity we will serve the Lord. Awesome, and uh, that was that was during the Passion of Passion of Christ like the play uh, and it was kind of kind of cool because the year after that we uh, I wanted up in the play as a, <laughs> as a I think I was in it in 2010 too yeah I did yes that yeah, uh, yeah I do remember that because I forgot my lines yeah. it's on the third show <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I do remember that yeah yeah because I remember uh, Jen looking at me it was like the longest like two minutes I was on stage mm-hmm. I just totally had a mind blank could not remember it at all yeah um, yeah so yeah it's good stuff I only Excellent. had two lines so I was good <laughs> yeah, I didn't have many either. I think that particular play, I mean, we had almost like 1,500 people through those three productions yeah. that came to Christ. It was uh, yeah. it was amazing. Absolutely. It was totally amazing. Absolutely. Now, back then, did you get this this Dream Center vision back then? How did that all come about, and what, uh, the, what the, was that? The Dream Center vision came about is Pastor Matthew Barnett had yep. visited our church, and yep. um, I, I, was, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, man, Milwaukee needs that, you know? I didn't want to. I didn't want to like leave and go and serve in California. I feel right. like we got problems here. We got to take care of you know. Right. So um, I was I was doing a. We do this this thing with me and my friends. We do a beach workout, right? So it was just me and my one buddy that showed up at the time. Right. And um, I talked to him about it, and I said, you know, I'm I'm tired of waiting around for something to happen. So I'm like, let's uh, let's start a business in whichever way it leads us, you know, I'm like, try to fund a dream center. And I know, you know, it may, may not happen through one person, but right. just open doors, you know, right. Start working towards it. You know, if the Lord says we work faithfully, you right. Know, diligent hands will be blessed, you know? So, right. But, and that's, that's, that's how that came about that day. And I think that was shortly after the 2012 thing when I stopped playing ball. Okay. So, and I just had a new vision on life and I don't regret it at all. <laughs> right. No, so. no, I totally get it. You know, a lot of people um, might not know this part of my testimony, but um, Faith Builders Church had something in Milwaukee called Impact the City. And um, they stopped that about two and a half years before I started coming to Faith Builders. And um, then when I started coming to Faith Builders, I also got this vision to do the Dream Center. And Pastor Barnett had already been at at the church Um and all the outreach kind of stopped at our church for those two and a half years, and some of the people left the church. And and um, so when I came to Faith Builders in 2010, started doing the Adopt a Neighborhood program in in 2011, um, Holy Spirit gave me the word that Milwaukee needed a dream center. And uh, it's kind of ironic. I was walking around um, on the south side of Milwaukee, and. I uh, was helping uh, this one guy at church. I can't remember his name. James Faulkner, I think that's what his oh. name was. And and he was walking around on, on National from 1st up to like <coughs> 27th Street. So we were just helping people, uh, homeless people, uh, praying for them. And I was trying to get people into different rehabilitation centers like Teen Challenge. And, and um, that's how I got the connection of Hope Street, the people that were on the show last week. And we were walking around for about a month or so, and then Holy Spirit led us to um, Washington Street. So it'd be East Chavez Way in Washington Street. A lot of people, if you know that area, it's on the south side. It's really close to where Pottawatomie is. And I'd already gotten the vision to do this 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 dream center, and I just didn't know where to do it or how to do that kind of stuff. And, and I read the book by Pastor Barnett, The Cause Within You, and um, 
so anyways, uh, I kind of figured that that's what, how he started it to start this adopt a neighborhood program. And he led me to Washington street. What I didn't know. And I found out later, um, which is a huge part of, of my testimony is that, uh, this impact, the city ended on Scott street. And if you guys are familiar with that area, it's uh, Scott and Washington street are, um, it's one block, you know, North of, uh, of, Scott Street off of East Chavez Way, and they stopped there, and they had all intentions of going to, you know, Washington Street. And that's where God led me to start the Adopt Neighborhood Program. So, and it taught me a huge thing that God has geographical areas that He needs things done, and they're really important, and He's really just looking for whoever is going to listen and be obedient, right? Yep, so, for me, that's how the Dream Center came into play. Now, you fast forward from 2012 until just within the last, I'd say, six months, um, when did you actually start the the uh, Nexus Resolution business? Uh, in 2016, okay. I, we actually... Uh, that is so crazy because that's kind of when I I left Faith Builders and started working at Salvation Army. And it's just interesting. Go ahead. I'm yeah, and uh, we, we had Prophet Glenn Miller, we had actually been to the church and he had spoken a word over uh, myself and, and Sarah and... They, um, he had talked about, you know, me being a businessman and owning my own business right. and, uh, being in ministry as right. well. So, but then I was like, I had a, a comfortable job, you know, that I was, I was doing, doing well at. And, uh, I just, they, the, the company itself was struggling and I, I couldn't see myself just like leaving them high and dry. You know, I, I believe in loyalty first, you know, right. You know, sometimes that's guy give trying to give you direction. And so they gave me the boot, <laughs> and, uh, and God could uh, does that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it was like, oh, you know, I was kind of like get, get exhausted at the time because I was fighting subconsciously, kind of fighting the the will that was set right. before me, right? And um, and so being exhausted with it when I got fired, I was kind of like, uh, let go. I guess would be a better right explanation. Yep. Um, and uh, when I got let go, I just like I was kind of happy actually. <laughs> And I was like, "All right, well, there we go. You know, I'm on to the on to the next stage of my life." You know? Right. So, and then uh, he he blessed him, and it just it's it's working. You know. Yep. So, what's the vision in the in that that God gave you within this business? Um, it's supposed to be to further God's kingdom. So, yep. what 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 is that vision? So, with with Nexus, uh, how it collabs with we we opened up a you know a nonprofit called Layla's Lighthouse. We wanting to get penny houses and then uh, fix them up and, you know, not, not I don't, I don't want to just make them livable. I want to make them nice. You right, know? right. And then um, as, you know, they go through the program with, you know, surrender all right. to Christ. And, right. And, um, and basically Layla's Lighthouse would be like this terminal where you use programs that are already pre-existing. Right. And then we just fill the gaps, you know. Gotcha. Um, because the Dream Center really kind of exists already. It's just we got to ma- help connect the puzzle t- together. Yeah, yep. And uh, where Nexus comes into that is we could do the work now. You know, and we're educated to do so, and everybody's right. got their license, you know. Right. Um, and get those places fixed up and have a place for them to live once they're out of the programs. Right. You know? And uh, teach them not only, not, not only just to really necessarily give them a place, but how to— maybe buy a place you know right and we can we can teach them 
Right. You said a lot of stuff within that little part. And if a lot of you guys don't know, uh, Layla Peterson was the little girl that, that was shot. Um, and some of you, if you, if you followed me at, at all, uh, you'll know that um, I was one of the chaplains that, that responded to the scene. And this happened in 2014. We've talked to Layla's family, and um, they're allowing us to use her name as a legacy for this Dream Center that, that, that we'll be opening. And so that's one portion of it. And um, if you guys remember that, that one of the things that I kept on talking about at that time, too, is that Layla was bringing churches and people together that um, – that normally wouldn't have been together. I mean, we've had just multiple churches and people, and she really just struck the hearts of people with not even within Wisconsin, but nationally. And there were a lot of different young kids that were shot that year, but for some reason, Layla just touched people's heart, not more so than the other kids that, that, that were, that were killed, but it, it just did. And it united churches and people together to do things. And uh, even Pastors United, I remember them having this news conference. And uh, uh, I think it's Bishop Fuller, you know, enough is enough. And I remember him saying that. And, and it and it rang true that time was time is now and there are no more excuses, right? Um, gosh, Holy Spirit told me that years and years and years ago. Um, so that her name will be used as part of um, this process of really helping people you know, to get kill, you know, get, get rid of those life addictions, you know, for, for forever and really step into the true destiny that they have. So another part of, of what Nexus resolution is going to do is they're going to employ those people coming through the program. It's going to be a year long program and they're going to employ them to learn trades, carpentry, plumbing, all these electrical, all these different things to, they can open their own businesses or they can um, stay employed with with Nexus as as that particular business grows, you know. And the other really cool part that you didn't mention is that your proceeds are going to part of your proceeds are going to fund things like this radio show, and also going to be funding other people that are going to be in the Dream Center in in Layla's Lighthouse, and actually, you know, f- you know, helping them people to so they can go full time ministry and do the things that God has called them to do. So it's it's an amazing, amazing concept. It's an amazing thing. And we just touched the surface. I mean, you had some ideas that I know you talked to me about taking people right from prison and, and you know, and trying to connect with the, the, the prison, um, the corrections department, and helping people get, once they're out of there, into a place that they can they can go through this process and really change their lives. Throw them back into the city. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is something that's truly, truly needed. So it's kind of like hope, hope street ministry. What, what they're doing. Um, I met one guy just, uh, just a couple weeks ago when I started the, um, the, the Bible study, he just got out of, uh, just got out of the house of correction. And, you know, that was his first day in, you know, being free, and it was his first day there, and totally on fire for God. And in fact, they need to talk to you about maybe trying to get him a job yeah. into into uh, Nexus. Yeah, um, that's a side note. Yeah. But so yeah, so it's an amazing, amazing thing what God gave you. And um, man, I am I'm honored to be part of that. And what's really kind of unique is that you had this Dream Center vision. Here I left. I had the same vision, mm-hmm. and then God kind of brought me back to the Milwaukee area. Mm-hmm. And I was in Canada for a while. A lot of you guys know my testimony about that. And, um, but then it came right to play again. And I am stoked about this. I am oh. really stoked about it. 
Um, so guys, let's get into the kingdom uh, key that, that we're going to talk about today. And a lot of you have heard me talk about pureness. Man, God is really calling us to uh, um, a lifestyle of being pure. And it's within that purity and those things that Holy Spirit's leading us to change. That is how we're going to get more of his presence. And there's a prophetic word that I want to read. And uh, this is from, I found this on Facebook, ironically. And uh, this guy seems to be really in tune with Holy Spirit. And his name is Tyler Medina. And this would have been on February 15th um, that he wrote this. But guys, I want you to listen to this and remember what my pastor talked about. Um, I think about a month ago, he gave this prophetic word about um, this uh, these stormy waters and the sediment on the bottom being risen up. And that is really what is happening right now. Holy Spirit is revealing things to us that we need to change. And it's not to destroy us, but it's really to help us get back in line into where he wants us to be. So I'm going to read this prophetic word, and I got like about three, four minutes left in the show, and and then we'll give you that that code that you guys can get that discount, right? All right, so this is from Tyler Medina. Uh, it's dated February 15th. God is wielding a sword of fire and a sword of deliverance through the church in this hour. He is circumcising hearts, cutting off parts of the flesh that can't remain. He's stripping every extremity that would be used as a tool of division from his heart and keeping you from advancing in the next season. He is not wielding this sword from anger. He's wielding it in a perfect love to separate those things that no longer belong in your life, those things that have held you bondage, those things that have kept you from the intimacy with his presence. Guys, it's all about intimacy. I'm telling you that that's where we need to be right now. I see a fresh fire and a fresh wind coming upon God's people. He says, many have been crying out from that fresh fire. Well, man, I am crying out uh, to fill their lives. They have been crying out for that rain of my spirit to saturate them. And they've been crying out to know more deeply and intimately, to know me more deeply and intimately. Guys, I know that we've all been doing that. But in order for God to take you higher and in order for him to take you into his inner courts, into the realms of intimacy that you've been crying for, his, he, uh, he first has to singe the areas of your life that would deny you access from entering into the holiness. Guys, do you understand that? It, that is so true, isn't it? I, I'm, I'm looking at the Facebook camera. Isn't that so true? He's taking away those things so that we can enter that holy of holiness, right? Amen. Wow. It's not without gifting that no man shall see God. It's without holiness that no man shall see him. He says, you have cried out to see me. You've cried out for my presence. He says, while I was, th- while, while I was there, it was your sin that covered your eyes from seeing my face. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it is, it is, it's the little compromise, the little sins, the little foxes that have allowed you to enter into your vineyard. They have eaten the fruit of your life where there's none left as an offering. These foxes, these sins, these compromises have hid yourself from me, says the Lord. He says he is drawing his people back to the altar of intercession in this hour. He's drawing people to repentance for his kingdom is at hand. I see him touching down on people's lives and putting his finger in areas of the heart that need to be surrendered and handed over. Some things that we may not know of even existed, but he's putting his finger on them not to harm us, but to purify us and bring us into the communion we have longed for. He says, the fire is your friend. Many have resisted the fire because it rises impurities to the surface in order to rid of them of their stain. He says, embrace the fire, my son. 
and daughter. It is all consuming fire that is cleansing you and purifying you, bringing you to the place of holiness. He sends his fire not so that we feel good. He sends his fire to burn up and deliver us from every area of our lives that that have opposed him and kept us from walking in the full mantle he has given for us. He sends his fire to singe us in every area of our life, bears fruit, brings him glory. I see a wildfire of deliverance and, and liberation sweeping across Uh, the body of Christ in this hour. Embrace the fire, church, because I'm confident in this. He who has started a good work within you is faithful and just to complete it. Wow. Amen to that. Tyler, I thank you for that word, man. That was an amazing thing. All right, guys. So that was an awesome word. Thank you, Tyler, for uh, putting that on Facebook. And I'm just sending that out on the airwaves and making it happen, okay? It's a prophetic word. I believe it's for now. It's a now word. Guys, so that code, 25% off and 10% off, what you need to do is you need to say that you heard it on the air or through live on Facebook, and the code is Kingdom Mindset. I'm going to say it again, guys. That code for that 25 and 10% off is Kingdom Mindset. Guys, get pure. Get into the holy of holiness it, it starts with allowing him to bring up those imp, imp, impurities, those sins. Just get rid of them. Turn and repent. He's calling us to that purity so that we can have more of his presence, be more in that deep, intimate relationship with him. And that overflow is going to change the people and the atmospheres wherever we go. Guys, we can change the things that are happening in our cities. It's up to us. Remember, surrender all and be a blessing to someone. Yeah, yeah,